What's up, Dunwoody? If you're new to the show, my name is Matt Weber. I'm a residential real estate agent living in our great city. Over the past few years, I've used What's Up Dunwoody to get to know the city about as well as anybody. So if you or somebody that you know is thinking about moving, please remember that you know a guy. My co-host is Justin Dyke. Justin is my brother-in-law and founder of PoolDues.com, a back-end billing software for your neighborhood swim and tennis. The show is brought to you by Dr. Brett Friedman from Village Orthodontics. Village Orthodontics is also the presenting sponsor of the upcoming All for One Golf and Tennis Tournament coming up on Monday, October 7th. If you'd like to learn more about that event, check out our previous episode. Um, It's going to be a fun time at the Dunwoody Country Club. Today's show is all about personal and digital branding with our friend Lauren Townsend. Together, Justin and I have built the What's Up Dunwoody brand into something that's drawn attention from local business owners around the city and hopefully gained your trust as a listener. A few weeks ago, we were asked to speak about building a brand to a bunch of attorneys at the Dunwoody Bar Association. I kind of spoke about my journey using Facebook communities and podcasting for our marketing. And then Justin followed up with a quality SEO crash course. Our first speaking engagement went surprisingly well. So I took my notes, I copy pasted them to our website. So if you want to check that out, it's pretty much my backstory and why I started the What's Up Dunwoody brand, hoping that it would serve as a lead generation platform for my real estate business. It's a short read, and you can find that at digital-mayor.com, along with a bunch of books that I've read about building a digital brand. If this show piques your interest at all, check that out at digital-mayor.com. We met Lauren Townsend when she came on the podcast with Audra and Peggy from the AHA Connection a while back. Since then, she has started another business called Dogwood Branding, where she helps small businesses build their digital brand through social media and pay-per-click advertising. If you have a small business and you want to take that to the next level, I would totally trust Lauren to help you build up that digital brand. And you'll also hear she's a lot of fun too. So here's the show. What's up, Dunwoody? Welcome back to the What's Up, Dunwoody podcast. All right. So we're here with (laughs) Lauren Townsend. You messed it up. I did that one on purpose. Um, So this time you're with Dogwood Branding. Yes. Many of you know um, Lauren Townsend from Lunch with Lauren from AHA Connection. Yes. And your new group? <laughs> right, my, my Facebook group within the AHA Connection. Yeah. Yes. It's a subgroup within another group? It's a subgroup. It's a group within the AHA Connection page. Oh, I got it. Just like Dunwoody Area Restaurant Reviews or... Yeah, but whatever. yours is more beneficial, I feel like. And it's actually you creating content, too. Right, so for Is that the most annoying part, having to cook all the time? Uh, no, <laughs> I do cook pretty much all the time anyways, so that um, it was a nice outlet. And actually, for lunch with Lauren, I do try and, you know, if I do something, then I have to see if there's enough content there to really make an article out of it. So the Facebook group is nice because I'm able to just sort of like roll out immediate content without having to worry about like crafting into an article. Yeah. It's like micro content, just one sentence picture right? right it's very i think i just got my visual storytelling badge in that group because <laughs> it's like it's a lot of pictures and things well that's like what that. you're working for so right trying to get that badge right right i'm trying to collect all the badges but everything <laughs> that you post has like a whole bunch of comments so people are digging it yeah i think so i mean um i try to make things more approachable i think cooking seems scary for people for some reason and if you're um, a guy it seems scary Right. I mean, I think just in general, it's scary for people. And so scary I just try to make it as like, it doesn't have to be a big production with a bunch of ingredients and um, a recipe. It can just be, you know, finding what's in your house. And you don't have to pay to go out to eat and 
review restaurants, right? Right. I mean, I still <laughs> get paid to do that. Um, but especially in the summer when I don't want to go out to eat with my kids, it's difficult yeah. <laughs> to find places that I want to review. And um, so, yeah, I think there's been a lot more like cooking content because I hate taking them places yeah. to eat. It's hard. Right. It's hard. Even Mine are about the same age, and it's difficult. We went to... You've got five. I don't know how you take them out there. Right. Like, where do you take them to eat? I don't know. Nowhere now, because now I've found your Facebook group, and I'm, I'm reading the... Uh, I want to do the seafood thing. Ra- seafood wrapped in parchment. Is oh, that right? Yeah. yeah. Salmon and papillot. Just... But how do you cook the... How, do, how does the paper not light on fire? Well, because it's in the oven. Like, you don't have an open flame in your oven. Mm, I feel like paper could burn, though. <laughs> it might brown, but it doesn't burn. <laughs> what? No. It's parchment paper, right? It's parchment like paper. Actually, you would know a little bit about this. It doesn't burn. Doesn't burn? No. I mean, if you were to put it on, like, like a burner, then yes. But um, you just wrap everything in the paper and then put it right into the oven. But, like, I could still catch things on fire in my oven if I tried hard enough. <laughs> yeah. We've done it. <laughs> Yeah. So one time I made a pizza and then I put the pizza, you know, the pizza was in the box and I slid the box into the oven, turned the oven off, right? It was like at maybe 100 degrees when I put it in there. Forgot about it. The next day, Sasha comes down to make breakfast, turns on the oven, the box catches on fire, smoke everywhere. Whose fault is that? Yours. Damn it. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I tried to put it on her. I'd be like, you should have checked the oven. But right. Like, what after now, whenever, the oven to Now, whenever it. I turn it on, I check it. And so I realize how wrong I was. Yeah, one of the biggest factors in determining if Lynn's had too much to drink at the pool is if I come home and I look at the pizza he's made when he's returned. And if it's like a normal pizza, then I know that he's probably okay. But if it's like an insane crispy black pizza, then I know that he fell asleep. He was overserved. (laughs) All the toppings slid to one side. Even the cheese. It just looks like the cardboard. (laughs) Like it came on. You'd be like, I didn't have too much to drink. I'm like, this pizza Shut proves up. otherwise. Yeah. Your pizza quesadilla. <laughs> right. You're trying to roll up. Not happening. Um, but yeah, so that's um, Facebook group is kind of picking up steam. Over 300 um, members almost. Yeah. Yeah, In a almost. very short amount of time. That takes a lot of work. I think she has better members than we have, though. Because they're actually commenting and... I don't know. I yeah, guess ours the, get a lot of the engagement's good, but yeah, I mean, you know, like any social media account, your engagement's you know super small percentage of what your actual followers followers are. So is three twenty five is that enough to have haters yet? Are people making fun <laughs> of your food? Um, not yet. But, they'll get them. They'll, um, they'll come eventually. Right. That's I, how you know you're doing well. That's how you know the haters come. Yeah. I did have someone unfollow, and I did take that very personally. You're but, like, what? Right. Like I went down like one person. I was like, who? Who is out there? You remember their name, don't you? No, I don't. No. Like, you know, Facebook wouldn't tell me who it was. We got so. a one-star review on our podcast. Right <laughs> I can't figure out who it was. Seems like it would be easy to figure out, but right. it's not showing it yet. So well, maybe it just happened. With all the transparency in Facebook and like MailChimp and all those things, you know, like I could pull up MailChimp and see, you know, when you opened the email, where you opened it from, all those, t- how long you hovered on any particular, you know, passage. But then Facebook can't tell me the one person who like stopped unfollowing me. Yeah. It's so that you can't get mad at them. Right. But now it's just going to burn you up inside for the rest I of your mean, life. I mean, it might. It was like when Lynn and I had a bakery, and I used to tell them all the time, like, eventually there's going to be a bad review, and that's just part of doing business, and you just have to, you just have, you have to take it as it comes. And then the bad review came, and I was the one that was just like, where does she live? 
whenever our pizza place gets a bad review, my dad and my brother it kills them. But I'm kind of used to it at this point. And right. Kill them with kindness. Be like, oh, I'm sorry that we're out of your area. You know, like we don't deliver to you. That's crazy. Right. Sorry. So sorry. Yeah. You can pick up a free pizza if you want to come right now. Right. And then everybody else that reads it is like, oh, yeah. Right. That lady was out of line. They're right. Right. So yeah. wait, do you ever take anybody out to lunch? That's what I assumed this group was. Like lunch with Lauren, and then you find like somebody you just want to take out to lunch, and then you talk to them. So and... you've literally never read my articles ever. No. Nope. Right. <laughs> nope, not once. Awesome. So you don't do any of that? Um, I do. Okay. But it's not like me taking someone out to lunch and like interviewing them. It's really just me eating lunch with people I know and reviewing what I had. Oh, all right. Well, not too far off then. <laughs> but sometimes, I mean, seeing as how my friend group is pretty small, it's usually like the same four people. <laughs> That's okay. That's right. kind of what I had in mind for the Moondog Growler beer reviews. Just bring out the same few people. Maybe not the same four every time, but right. then they just, you know, we have Trace set us up with a flight, and then we try it. And you know what's actually funny is I think, so I, I put the article out on the website, and there was a lot of like... Um, bad reviews on some of the beer and I think Trey felt kind of bummed about oh, that yeah. but I was like no it's Trey just, takes it personally yeah but yeah. He, he didn't make a beer <laughs> yeah you didn't make the beer you didn't brew it <laughs> I know but he I mean he does such a great job and he also like the way he orders beer is the beer that he loves and so when people don't like it he's like well you know what don't but I like it right yeah. I mean when I go to Moondogs I don't even ask for a particular beer I just like tell Trey to that I want a beer, and he—I mean—he's so good about just knowing what I would like. But see, yeah. with the variety now, like I don't—I can't imagine that anybody likes every beer, and I don't know how Trey's doing it then. Because how do you like a sour beer, and then you go over and you do something that's like a I don't stout? Know. Yeah, or right, exactly. Thank you for the terminology there. <laughs> that could have taken me forever. <laughs> uh, I think that it's like anything else. If you you know you really appreciate a craft, you, it might not be your favorite thing, but you can still appreciate that it's good. Right. You know, um, yeah, I don't like sour beers, but um, I can I can see when one's good, you know, but I would never like drink one for fun. I love them. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> yeah, they're not for me, but one of the yeah. comments was like ammonia it was just that was, <laughs> was Howie, just ammonia just at urine. Um, yeah, no, I like I said, I think Trey takes it personally, like anybody who you know, takes their craft, you know, seriously, you take it a little bit personally. That's like I said, that's how it was when we had the bakery years and years and years ago that we would, I would always take it just personally. You can't not. Um, so it is a pet peeve of mine when people like hop online and just like let it all loose. You're like, I don't come to your work and like put you on blast. Like, could you not have just, it's way easier just to blast somebody through social media though. Oh yeah, it totally is. And I'm not, I mean, I'm not, innocent in that regard i can remember a few years ago i really got mad at t-mobile and really went off on their facebook page and i mean i feel like that haunted me for a while but karma wise that haunted you just in general because it just kept showing up in people i know's newsfeed like wow she really dislikes (laughs) them right and so um so it actually haunted me for a while but i still refused to take it down because i felt like all my all my points were valid i mean i've been with t-mobile for like 20 years like did they reply back? Did they care at all? No, not, no. Not even oh, a Oh, that's bit. weak. Yeah. No. I think I'm like on their list when, because uh, when I call in to complain, they're like, oh, Mrs. Townsend, thank you for being with us for 20 years. <laughs> so there must be some sort of like red flag next to my name. 
Well, we can tra- transition to branding All on right. that. That sounds yep. good. Because okay. you're going to um, be, pre- I guess, protecting other people's branding from, from yeah, here on Yeah, so out. reputation management is something that um, falls under sort of like the wheelhouse of what I do. Um, it's considered like a holistic approach to small business branding. Um, so a full package is um, long-term SEO, short-term pay-per-click advertising, um, Facebook ads, Facebook management, and reputation management. So if you were to come to me and say that you need everything, that's what I would, um, yeah. Um, I have a booger coming out yeah, right now? Yeah, oh. <laughs> Okay, sorry. Deal to do with it. that now. I, I tried to do it discreetly, but yeah. that didn't work. All right, um, and so that's what I would do if you came to me and said that you needed whole package but not everybody needs that and so i like how you just corrected matt's branding your <laughs> reputation just went back up again with me i'm the guy that has a booger hanging out his nose well previously yeah <laughs> not now not anymore <laughs> so i'm just looking out for you yeah thanks um, but not everybody needs all those things so for instance a lot of my clients are small business owners like plumbers or um contractors who don't necessarily need like a Facebook presence, they would just need more like leads generated through pay-per-click. And um, the other side of it is that there are people who don't necessarily need pay-per-click, that they um, are gonna be patient with the SEO and wanna focus on Facebook and social media. Um, So like for instance, tomorrow I have a meeting um, with a plumber and the next day I have a meeting with a photographer and those are like two completely different packages. Uh, waiting on SEO though is really tough. I don't think you can. Right. This is kind of not practical. Um, right. And you, it, it, right. There's just so many reasons why. I mean, you have to just sit there and blog every single day about the same topic over and over again. Right. And a pl- plumber can't do that. And you really can't do that for a plumber either. Like, what does anyone like? I mean, that's what he when I was when I was doing the initial sort of over the phone consult with him, and he asked me about social media, and I said, you know, I just wouldn't ever. It wouldn't dawn on me to like a plumber's Facebook page because I don't know what sort of content would continuously bring me back to that. Um, but well, yeah, it's like with real estate, nobody wants to follow a real estate agent, and well, so I changed it to "What's Up, Dunwoody," and people started listening. Right, Ding. right. Ding. I mean, I think there are things about social media that can really help a real estate agent. You know, you see, I, I think one of the things that makes Aha's real estate successful is that people are curious. You know, what's going like? What do people's houses look like? Right. Um, but a photographer yeah. will be easy too, because right. it's like For, Instagram game. Right, That's and and she, uh, the particular girl I'm meeting with is young, and she does destination weddings, and she also does like fitness photography, so um there's a lot i can do for her and i think maybe vice versa but yeah that's pretty much um that's what i do now have you ever heard of this um trick where they'll uh, you i guess you go to um a post office box like a ups store or something like that you, you you rent out the box right and then for the company you put down i don't know the exact keywords of what you want people to look for like Dunwoody area plumber or something yeah. like that, right? And then and then from that you're able to go and actually register a business with Google, and Google really prioritizes um, the location where you're searching from. So if you do go search Dunwoody plumber, mm-hmm. they're going to start by looking at businesses that have those exact keywords in the name, and and just by the fact that you have that post office box or whatever it is, not a PO box, but a UPS box, right? And that's uh, how you get your Facebook and Instagram verified too. That little green check—you gotta have an address with it. Right, right, yeah, yeah. That's cool. 
I've never heard of that, but that's good information. Yeah, you gotta have an address. You gotta put an address on Mailchimp and that kind of stuff too. Yeah. So, yeah, sure. You gotta have it. Um, yeah, so that, that's this kind of what I used to do. Mm-hmm. Um, I did it with a gun store, and that was interesting because I knew absolutely zero about guns. Right. Um, but I started a, a, up a YouTube page, mm-hmm. and I'm looking at it now. It's got. 600,000 views. Okay, pretty, That's pretty good. good. That's pretty quality. They're probably getting yeah. paid for that, right? A lot of heroes with guns out there. Yeah. yeah. We're yeah. checking that out. Um, <laughs> I do regret, because I made this page under my name. Oh, so now you get And then when they fired me, I gave it to them. Oh. That was a mistake. Oh, or yeah. Actually, I gave it yeah. to them right before they fired me, but. Oh. They planned ahead. I did not plan ahead. Right. That's always, comp- that's a complicated situation. Because um, it is your... It client's is, page but. right so yeah technically it's theirs um we had i think social when you handle social media for people it's it's tricky but you do always um you know it's still your reputation we when, when we were with nukes they hired a girl to do like instagram and things like that and when she left she wasn't happy and she deactivated all the or she changed the passwords and then de- deactivated the accounts. Ha ha! Take that. Right. So it was definitely like a take that. But then the other side of it is, don't ever ask me for like a recommendation or <laughs> <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, because right, right. you're still technically employed. Like she was employed as like an hourly. I want to say like front end person, so I can verify that you were an hourly cashier. Like not that you were the person who did our Instagram. <laughs> right. Right. She so literally brought the gasoline with her to burn that bridge. <laughs> right. Just and the matches, and I was like, hey, right. "Here we go! I'm going to do it. Oh, right. I did it. Good luck to you. Yeah. <laughs> in your next position." So, what what do you do with Dogwood Branding? What do you feel like your your strength is? So, the strength is definitely the AdWords and the pay per click for sure. Um, at least that's where most I make most of my money right now. Um, and I do I do genuinely like it. It came from um, you know years ago, well. Years ago, I used to work at a church, and um, I took that job because I really thought I would make a difference. And um, it got to the point where I really wasn't making a difference. And you didn't uh, convert any unbelievers. I did not. <laughs> I'm not really like a can I talk to you about my friend Jesus Christ type person. So <laughs> I don't know that I convert anybody. Um, but I um, I've been doing this, like helping friends who have small businesses for the last five years or so and um, it took coming home from a job one day and Lynn after he left his job saying well what is it that you do and I was so confused because after 10 years of marriage Lynn had just asked me like what I did for a living <laughs> um, it had just like never occurred to him he's like I got a question <laughs> right and I when was, I'm at work, <laughs> what do you do? What is it that you? What is it that people pay you to do? Um, That's your first performance review, right there. <laughs> like he's like, let's just go with the basics. What what do you do? Right. I see. There's money. That's right. Good. <laughs> and so in my head, I was thinking, is he trying to figure? Now that he doesn't have a job, is he trying to figure out how much money I'm bringing in versus how much I'm spending? So I was immediately like really skeptical. Like, well, what do you? What do you mean? What do I do? And he was like, well. I mean, like, what do you do? It's something I could do? And I was like, no, it's not something you could do. Like, you were- I'm super talented. You're not. <laughs> I was like, you, you have to change your, like, Gmail password at least once every two days. Like, there's no way. Um, <laughs> you can't keep up with his Gmail password. can't. Like, well, I forgot again. Right. No, I, I mean, I'm the one, my account's the one linked to his, so I get the notifications. Um, 
But we, we, from that, we sat down and he was really able to help me sort of say, okay, well, this is the business here. And without him, I would probably just still be like piecing it together, freelancing. Um, and he actually went out and got me like my first legitimate client and sort of just helped me build it from there. So, yeah. Wow. You, well, he's a good employee then for you. He, he already is. got you one class. He, he, I mean, he's gotten like four. Um, but yeah, he actually ends up being a really good employee. And um, Let's keep referring to him as your employee. Right. <laughs> it's nice. It's never happened before. Um, so yeah, I, I, I'm very grateful for the, the weird twist that um, life took with that. Are you okay with your employees over-serving themselves at the pool and then coming back to your house to cook pizza? I don't really have any choice. <laughs> I think it's technically his house. <laughs> Might not be for long. Right. So yeah, unless he loses this job and then I'm not sure what he's going to do. <laughs> he's out on his own. <laughs> I'm going to live with Tommy <laughs> in their basement. <laughs> yeah. What do you do for what do you do for AHA? Like how do you do the branding for AHA? I actually don't really do the branding for AHA, to be honest. I AHA do, brands we'll, itself. We'll to go back it does kind of. Um, so I do a lot of her social media. And then when she needs new graphics, I do those for her. So that I, sounds brown, branding. <laughs> branding. It does. I mean, there is, a, there is a part of it in that when she asks me for new things, um, I do try to keep everything consistent, which is a large part of branding is the consistency. But... Um, I do a lot of other random graphics for Audra as well, like the Dumwoody football and the um, ed- Educate Dumwoody, all that kind of stuff. Oh, you made that for them? Right. That's a cool group, right? I mean, that picked up pretty fast. Yeah, that is a, that's a cool group. It gives me stress to um, get those notifications because everybody is like super fired up. Yeah. And I think that's great. But also, you know, I, I worry about... My kids and their education and you know is everything falling apart so yeah, i didn't know there was that many trailers right <laughs> and they're covered in mold <laughs> right this one is something's but eating through seems, the bottom of this one i mean after a week though they're already pressure washing trailers and moving right. other trailers off sidewalks so yeah i, think I don't the, know if that was all them i think that was a lot of tom lambert too but right got some stuff done it did it did get some things done you know um, some some kids though they do thrive in a sensory deprived environment oh is that what you're looking for yeah, basically. I don't want to look outside and see any sort of reading rainbows. That could be distracting. I don't mind the trailers, but if you're adding that many kids, like the lunchroom's got to be tiny. Like the well, that's gyms one of, have to be tiny. That's one of the things I know Audra's like super fired up about is that there's not enough bathrooms at DHS and that um, there's no like one space for everyone in school to convene. Like they couldn't have like an all school meeting anywhere because there's just no space that big. Yeah. Um, and yeah, then Dunley's not that old either. It's not. And at DES, I mean, all our third graders are going to trailers, which, I mean, honestly, they love the trailers. <laughs> like the kids do. But that's what they picked, the third graders? The third graders. Uh-huh. I'm not sure if it's just the size or They figured what. that was the right time. That <laughs> the right time they wouldn't to scar be, them. Yeah, right. too scarred for life, but they're also not large enough to take up more space. Right. Um, You're in third grade now. Get ready for some disappointment. (laughs) All downhill. Grab your recorder and get outside. (laughs) Ends with a job. Right. Um, But yeah, I think that, um, yeah, I mean, people, and a lot of it too that worries me is the, you know, the apartments and all the, the new apartments and the eat, work, play, you know, they've, that's 1,200 residences. Yeah. I mean, those kids have to go to school somewhere too. They and might not have any kids, though. So, see, that was the issue before. Debunk is, that for us. Is that they, so when, I think they zoned the perimeter area, mm-hmm. they had, like, 
five kids per apartment complex because they were under the assumption that millennials, young professionals would be living there. So they thought that no kids would be, no people with kids would be living in those apartments. And how many buses do like Vanderlyn DES send to that area for kids? Which again, it's great to have all those kids, but nobody was... Like, that's not the right amount of zoning for over there. I mean, I think a lot of the Austin parents were saying that they felt like even with the new school, there would be trailers within a couple of years. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They're, yeah I'm there sure they have a spot reserved for trailers. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Anyways, back to branding. Again, they... Um, so, basically, what I'll do is I take uh, something like a PPC, pay-per-click um, ad set that works here for, like, again, let's say a plumber... And then I'll start reaching out to plumbers in like North Carolina and South Carolina and Alabama and say, hey, I've got this whole thing that works. And if you want to pay me to do it, then that's what we do. Do you think they have to be on social media to benefit from that kind of thing? No. So um, you're just leading them to websites, I guess. Right. So landing pages. Mm-hmm. And so a lot of, um, like I said, not everybody needs social. I don't think everybody needs social media. Like I said, I don't think a plumber necessarily needs social media, but there are um, a lot of like click funnels you can run from a social media campaign that are beneficial, like for a photographer but not beneficial for a plumber because I'm not going to go to Facebook and be like, what's Joe the plumber doing today? Because right. I don't want to know. Um, Maybe we need a plumber to advertise on what's up, Dunley. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if I like land this guy tomorrow, <laughs> I'll send him your way. <laughs> well, we got some, no, we got some good ad space available. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like I said, it's, it's been really amazing like the past, I don't know, four months the way people sort of sort of shown up for me and this new business and um, yeah, it's been. Great. I think people feel like they know or people do know you, and I think people are starting to get to know us from social media, though. Right. And so plumbers might not need it, but you know it is. It, it's pretty beneficial. Like I've it sold is. houses from the show. Like I'm sure you've gotten Audra plenty of stuff from your aha. Right. I think um, it's like it's weird to go places and people know who I am when I'm already so terrible at remembering the faces and names of people I should just know, period, let alone when people know who I am, that I have no clue. Do you know yeah. what I, I don't know if y'all get that. Oh, no, no. I need those augmented reality goggles <laughs> that just tell me, like, oh, that's uh, Joe, you know. Right. Like, oh, hey, Joe. It's easier yeah. for me because people that don't know me call me Matthew. Oh, okay. And so if I hear somebody behind me say, hey, Matthew, I'll be like, oh, this is probably... From social media or the podcast, right. you know. Yeah, I don't have that luxury. So. You just can make up a name. I could start going by that with just your close friends. It gets know? weird when people can't figure out which one of us is Lynn and which one's Lauren, and so there have been people throughout the years who like went a good two years just calling me Lynn. How do you spell your husband's name? L Y N N. Oh, like oh. So yeah, so there's plenty of times that I'm like. I'm just not going to correct them and let them figure it out on their own. Yeah. You, you should change your employee's name. <laughs> I should change his name. Make, <laughs> make, make that part of the deal. To, um, <laughs> how about Rex? Oh, my God. That's his or, dad's name. What? No, uh, <laughs> that is so weird. No, it's pretty trippy. That is weird. That's his dad's name. I was like, what's a really manly name? And his dad named him Lynn. All yeah. Right, cool. I yeah, mean, his... Lynn's a pretty hunky name, right? I don't want to get in trouble with Lynn. Well, I think it's cool what you're doing for for AHA and for yourself now. Um, Thanks. And it's it's Dogwood Branding. It is. How do you get in touch with you? Uh, Dogwood Branding, uh, dogwoodbranding.com or Lauren at dogwoodbranding.com. Or Lunch with Lauren on the Facebook group. 
there. You got all kinds of stuff. I do. Yeah, I I feel like I should be busier. <laughs> well, there you go. <laughs> Wait, she wants co- to be busier, so call her. <laughs> yeah, call now. Go online, find one of those sleep. email addresses. <laughs> right. It's fine. No. All right. Well, thanks for coming on, Lauren. Yep. Thanks for having me. We really appreciate it. Bye. Bye. <laughs> 